I did really, really well smoking weed in college. Mental illness makes everything better. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that's half man and half little bitch. <laughs> I'm at least my counterpart is half man, half little bitch. I'm just judging off the kind of uh, cheeseburgers you order. Oh, yeah, the kind of milkshakes you order. <laughs> One time at Five Guys, I accidentally ordered a small burger. <laughs> and you were like, oh, I didn't realize, and it was too late. And you're like, oh, you got the little bitch burger? And that was like Three and a half, four years ago, some random shit like that. That's random shit I don't forget if I can use it against somebody. Yeah, and then last Friday, when we went to get our food, man, he is... That, that's panic at the drive-thru. <laughs> that's something completely different. He gets drive-thru anxiety. I don't know if we've ever said it. There's <laughs> You, more often than not, mess something up at the drive-thru. <laughs> at least one thing. And last time... your mom oh. hello so am i on the air yes <laughs> did you so, call in to be hung uh, up on is that what's going on no 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 don't hang up on me all right so i just i i happen to be upstairs because you know we're the downstairs is you know a lot of working going on down there so i'm just sitting upstairs and not really trying to overhear what y'all are talking about <laughs> but i hear <laughs> I hear Jack uh, talking about your uh, drive-through anxiety, <laughs> and I just had to concur. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, I wasn't denying like, it. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable! Like <laughs> I can. <laughs> you have to belt feed it through his ear, and he'll still say yes. something wrong. Well, he, he won't say it wrong. He'll forget. He'll forget, or or. <laughs> He'll like take too long of a pause in between items. And so they're like, is that it? And then he's like, no. Or he <laughs> he'll be adding toppings to a burger and then he'll pause and he'll be like, fries. Well, I actually also wanted grilled onions on on the second one, not so the first many, one. So many pauses. <laughs> Sometimes I've like typed it out on the notes app on my phone and put it in front of him. It That's what I should do. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's better just to just to feed it bit by bit. So Sorry. why the fuck am I the one who orders? Because <laughs> you're driving. Because you're driving. No, you can't lean over me and place the order. <laughs> I mean, we could. I mean, it's not like you haven't leaned over me while I'm driving before. Hey, come on now. Wow. Right? So, yeah, I just had to join in. I had to concur. It's real. Does anybody else have it? I don't know. If so, y'all need to uh, email or comment on Instagram or something and, and let him know so Vince can feel a little bit better about it. He can have his feelings validated. He can. Because there's got to be other people that, like, it's like fight or flight when you get you know fight flight freeze there it is i don't in the drive-thru you're like a deer in the fucking headlights <laughs> man 
I feel, especially if there's cars behind, like, like I wait behind cars and I'm like, are you fucking, what are you ordering the whole fucking menu? Like I get pissed off at people <laughs> who are taking forever and then it's my turn. And if there's cars behind me, I want to have my shit in order and I want to say it fast. <laughs> But, but you don't. Because I can't. You're, and you're, take your damn you time. In, you neither have it in order, nor do you say it quickly. <laughs> yeah, you really don't. We don't. You really you don't. To, you're, we, we go to the same place every Friday night. We've been going there for, what, three months at least now? Oh, at least. We, we get the same exact thing, but like I'll say and it. And you still can't order it? No. You mess up the shakes the most. I'll be like in a shake and they'll be like, what size? I'll be like a uh, regular and they'll be like, what kind? I'll be like, fuck chocolate. <laughs> and I'll and I'll be like, you large chocolate shake. Yeah. Last time we'd been ordering large for a long time. And last time I just got my, I just got us regular. And he's like, and what I, the fuck, man? I'm like, what? I thought it was like a, when he said regular shake and then they're like, what flavor? Because he didn't get that part right. Uh, he said chocolate, and I was like, I was thinking that it was just like, oh, he's being bullshit healthy again. Like the extra fucking two inches on the cup matters that much. I felt really, health. really bad, and I wanted to like drink our shake in the parking lot and then go back through and get us another regular <laughs> shake. I felt bad. Yeah, I know you should. I hope you you won't do it again. I pledged to get when it one hundred percent right tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When we were in college and we were first married and we were just like young and poor and Vince was a like janitor for office buildings at night. I was a maintenance was... operations supervisor is what I put okay. on my resumes. Did you or did you not vacuum lines in the office building carpet and clean the toilets from time to time? I cleaned the toilets at first, but there was so much turnover that I moved up pretty quick to vacuuming. Yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> so that, the point wasn't to say you, I was, you were janitor, but the point is to say that you used to tape yourself on a cassette tape saying the notes for your classes and then you did like really well on tests so maybe wow not a cassette tape i don't think we have the walkman anymore but you could voice record yourself <laughs> saying your orders played in the car the whole way there <laughs> and then you just play the order yeah or you could listen to it and actually say your order so that you know jack doesn't make fun of you Every single week. <sighs> well, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to set you up an appointment for some therapy for this. Okay? <laughs> <sighs> the old hangout. <laughs> That's the shtick now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, this is not the uh, dog pile Vince hour of movie mugging. I just wanted to point out that my son ordered little bitch burger. <laughs> and you and ordered both of us. My little bitch burger did not affect you. It was like a little slider, though, and you know it was I, basically a slider. And yeah. So I ordered two regular shakes. Big deal. Like, like you said, it was like two inches different. I didn't on, order on the you cup. a little bitch burger and me one. Yours, your was yours was a worse blunder because you fucked up mine too. I mean, you think I give a fuck if I order your shit wrong? <laughs> I apparently not. You'll fucking eat it anyway. So I will. Yeah, I'll just eat more other things later. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 117. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was going to say wow, but it didn't really pan out. I'm, I'm a little salty now, the getting ganged up on. <laughs> well, I, I mean, feel about that. yeah, you're not used to it. <laughs>
I had a whole great episode planned out, and then your mother had to call. <laughs> there was one thing that she said on the phone that really caught my attention. The rest was, yeah. How is being a janitor, how do you graduate from toilets to fucking sweet, like, vacuum and mop? Like, cleaning toilets is, like, way less work. When you first get hired, you're doing the jobs that nobody wants. Nobody wants to clean a toilet. Would you rather clean a toilet or vacuum? Or not a toilet, multiple toilets. Multiple toilets. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? Vacuuming sucks. I'd rather vacuum a floor 10 times out of 10 than clean toilets. I'd have to see the toilet. But I, I absolutely hate vacuuming. And it would take fucking an hour to vacuum like a really big ass area. And for what, like six toilets? If a restroom has six toilets in it, that would take 25 minutes, 20 minutes. No, when you don't just get done cleaning toilets and then you just kind of sit around while everybody else <laughs> vacuums, there's you move on to other shit after that. You got to lick the windowsills. But you know what, that, that janitorial job, I just went and vacuumed. The, the same floors every single night. It was mindless work. I had to deal 0% with customers. It was perfect for me. And, and she's right. Like I, I used to read my, my school notes into a tape recorder and listen to them. And I wouldn't even pay attention to them. I mean, just subconsciously, when I'd sit down to take the test, I knew the shit because it was in a file cabinet in my brain and it would just <laughs> unlock. And fuck, I made the president's list my last uh, two semesters. Well, continuously high. <laughs> you know what? I did really, really well smoking weed in college and getting really good grades. Your mother, not so much. Like I've, t- like I've said say, before, she was stupid when, when we smoked weed. She couldn't understand. Let me see if she hears this. Your mother was really, really stupid when we got high in college. Don't talk about that. I hear you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we gotta have to. <laughs> she called me a butthole. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, but I did really, really well. I did really, really well. All right, well, uh, let's uh, let's stop the whole uh, dog pile vents um, because I'm ready to go hit the uh, the drive through and and Me prove too. everybody wrong. I'm hungry. Yeah, so let's uh, let's uh, move on out to the lobby with lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mugging Live. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime, or I still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Yeah. All right, first of all, I came across an article, I don't remember what it was about, but it said something about kill counts in movies, and I know we've visited that before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just kind of went and looked at it again, and I found out that one of your recent movies is in the uh, top 10 of kill counts. Mm, hard boiled. Yeah, hard boiled. I think is it's like they had so many. I was thinking, so many people died in that damn hospital. It's tied with Titanic for three hundred and seven. <laughs> but but the, what what episode? Or, well, not what episode? What uh? Well, place? It, it says Titanic is nine, and it says hard boiled is eight. So what? So tied so for eight. Tied for eight. I guess yeah. is how you would see it. But the interesting thing about it is uh, tequila which is the name of the agent who yeah. did a lot of the killing. He is in the top 10 of characters in movies who've killed the most people in the movie. Wow. With a total body count of 77, which is is one more than The Bride and Kill Bill Volume 1. Wow. So she didn't even kill all 88 of the crazy No, 88. I guess not. What How? the fuck? <laughs> I guess That's bullshit. <laughs> 
Yeah, so he's uh, he must be a Why'd better. Why'd you say that? Well, it's it's true. It's true. Why'd you tell me? Maybe she killed a few more of them in uh, <laughs> Kill Bill Volume Two. I don't think so. Or you know well, what? I guess a crazy eighty-eight was not eighty-eight people. No, no, no. So she did not kill all of them. Like she dismembered a lot of them, but they weren't necessarily dead. Like she got <laughs> okay. a piece of every single one. So a bunch of them just survived. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, they they were just pretending to be drowned dead bodies face down in the hot tubs. I mean, I fucking would if I saw if <laughs> so I saw you, her slaughtering drown. everybody else. I would, would be drown. I'd be like a fucking <laughs> soccer player, and you don't even touch me, and I'm falling down. She would never even get close to me with the sword. Once I see her just dismembering everybody and heads flying and arms flying, it's going to be the fighting 87s because I'm not <laughs> I'm not hanging around. And maybe that's what some of them did. Maybe not all uh, 88 of them attacked her. Some got maimed and, and weren't killed. Like, she chopped that lady's arm off. Well, yeah. She wasn't dead at the time. She probably well, bled out. But I didn't think she was one of the crazy 88. But if she spared her, then chances are some of the others didn't. Maybe. Get the kill shot. Maybe. Well, it didn't explicitly tell anybody, so. So some of the other memorable of the uh, top 25s of body counts by the one person, I guess. Biggest killers. El Mariachi from Desperado. Uh, he killed 53. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, Robert Neville from I Am Legend killed 56, so he's number 20. Is Steven Seagal on there? No, he just breaks arms. Rambo from Rambo 3 killed 72. Damn. John Matrix from Commando killed 87. Rambo from Rambo 2008 killed 87 as well. Number one was Agamo Ito from Lone Wolf and Cub, White Heaven and Hell. Wait, from what? Lone Wolf and Cub, White <laughs> Heaven and Hell. What? Fuck off. You know what? This podcast is just about to be over. I am not going to be chastised by you and my wife anymore. This is my deal. You'll hear it in the recording. This is my deal. You said it You said it even more like wolf the Oh, sorry. What happened to your mic? You said it even more like wolf the second time. You know what? I'm not even going to tell you how many people he killed. So fuck right I off. don't care. All right. I actually kind of do. Is it, it was over 100, right? 150. Wow. Yeah. And I watched the trailer for it, and it looks so bad. It, it was made in 1974. Okay, so, yeah. The trailer, because I thought, well, maybe I'll play that sometime, and, and then I'll tell you that this is the biggest badass of all cinematic history. And I watched the trailer, and it's just like, no, not going to play that. It, it kind of pissed me off whenever whenever you said that, uh, that Hard Boiled was tied with Titanic. That's such a fucking cop-out. It's a kill count. It's fucking like putting a zombie movie up there and counting every horde of zombies you see one by one and saying, damn, they're all dead, you know? Like World War Z. <laughs> that should be at the top if they're going to use fucking such a cop-out as Titanic. Zombies aren't technically dead. Yes, they are. Not in World War Z. They just had a, a, virus, a, a disease true. or whatever. But still, you know what I mean. That should not be on the uh, a fucking death list in a movie. It's a kill count, man. But 307 you, you, people died in it. But you, but you see like fucking 15 different people in that movie, probably, including Leonardo DiCaprio and the... No, you see the, a whole bunch of people falling the off the ship. head girl. Hey, it is what I it is. I never want to see that movie. I bet you'd like it better than Hard Boiled. Maybe. I mean, it has Leo in it. How could I like it less than Hard Boiled? Yeah. I it's think, young Leo, too. I haven't seen him too much. I'm not a big fan of Titanic. It's fucking it's way too long. Way too long. 
It's like it's not. An, it doesn't make for an interesting story either. I'm pretty sure that Erica at the Film Stripping Podcast is a big fan of Titanic. So my guess is at some point, if we continue to do the the crossover in November or no December, she might put one of the the things in in the film stripping sorting hat that will say, pick a movie with a boat that sinks and kills <laughs> 307 people, and then uh, we'll have to pick it, and you'll have to sit through the nine and a half hours find of the something movie. Else. All right, moving on. Um, fuck this. This took way too long. So I just want to talk about one more thing, and that's one uh, hundreds that that you've given. I, I gave another one. Yeah, you. So you, this isn't the dog pile on Jack. I'm not show. dogpiling you. I just <laughs> want to throw out some facts. You've given twenty now. Okay. Which is like seventeen percent of the movies that we've done. But you gave two in a row. You you did uh, Mad Max and oh. Spider Man oh, into yeah. the into the Spider Verse. Did you know that you've done two in a row two other times? Really? Yeah, I found that really, really interesting. I don't know why that's interesting, but it is. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it follows in Joker. We're back-to-back 100s. And then Almost Famous in Moulin Rouge. So, wait, you you also gave It Follows in Joker 100, didn't you? No. No, you didn't give It Follows 100? No, I didn't. Okay. I thought you did for yeah. some reason. No, I just found that interesting. I think I've only given like five 100s. So Almost Famous in Moulin Rouge? Mm-hmm. Back-to-back. They're great movies. It's just interesting you're just a lot more that critical happened. than I am. When it comes down to the super nitty gritty, you take off points for that more than I do. But for me, the things that are like I see as a really big deal, that's what destroys the score, not the like Peter Porker. Well, you know, I've written uh, Vince's movie review book, so uh, you know, I, I look at it with a professional eye. You're high class uh, movie uh, critic, yeah, and and I notice things. You wear and, ascots uh, mm-hmm. and drink scotch. No I, ice. I, I see things that the that the lay person just it just flies right over their head, and uh, you know I take off points for it. They're um, all just peons in uh, Vince's presence, mm-hmm. more or less. All right, you uh, fuck. You know you don't have anything for the lobby, so let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so this movie came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. It is rated R. It is two hours and two minutes. Jeez. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb, and 89% of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. A few fans get into a scrum with the miscreants prior to a game. Who else but Mormon mothers uses the word miscreants? Nobody. Nobody, exactly. There are at least 81 uses of fuck, one use of cocksucker, other curses include ass, bitch, horse, shit, slit, damn, <laughs> asshole, Thick. Dick. What? And two uses of the middle finger as well. And then they go on to tell us below all the profanity, which they've already told us, one double use of middle fingers. <laughs> this movie is called Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. I think I've heard of it. I'm not sure, though. All right. You ready to do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2012 Silver Linings Playbook. Yep. Starring Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro. Quite the cast. Yeah. And the mom made me think of the troll dolls. Don't say that about that mom. She was fantastic. She was amazing, but I... Don't say that about that mom. She had big hair. Yeah. Not she had big old similar, older lady Philly similar hair. Similar kind of face, and no. her voice was helium. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just 
She does she not remind you of a troll doll with orange hair? No, not at all. No, she was so a, like small and she was a sweet mom and perfect. What, troll dolls not sweet. Is your mother a troll doll? <laughs> no, she's short, orange hair. Okay, but well, mom mom's hair is not big. Not yet. I've already told her if that happens, I'm I'm gone. And that lady was like a little shrunken. She was real. She was so small. I don't know. Like you took it as immediate offense. Because I want to defend her because she was so wonderful. She was wonderful. She was one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> Wasn't she? But yeah. she reminded me of a fucking troll doll. I'm sorry to say it. I mean, it feels bad, but at the same time, it's like, well. Okay. I, you know, it's your, it, it it's your does, opinion. It does. It's your opinion. It makes, it makes sense. It, it really does. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, you're old. Troll dolls are gross. Did you ever see the Silent Library? Remember Silent Library? Yes, and then they have the mayonnaise in the hair. Yeah, yeah, you have to eat the mayonnaise out of a troll doll hair without laughing. And gagging and all that. That's not that bad. I used to think that would be one of the worst ones. That's not that bad. If you haven't seen Silent Library, you need to check it out. It's like a group of five or six people. You're a team. And then you get these, like all these cards are face down, and you each have to pick one. And somebody in your group has to do... Just has you flip them over and they'll all say safe, but mm-hmm. one of them will have a skull and crossbones and it's yellow instead of green. And you got to pull a lever and a th- like a thing opens up and it says the fish fry or something like that. And you don't really know what you're doing. And then you see what you have to do. And there is one where a really, he was pretty, pretty big guy and he's all sweaty and they had put Cheetos underneath like his armpits, underneath his man boobs. Mm-hmm. And they had to eat them. <laughs> that, that would be one of the worst ones. All sweaty, sweaty old Cheeto with like hair on it, body hair. How pissed would you be? Because if you if you get through it without everybody laughing. You get money. You get money. How pissed would you be if you're like. <laughs> My friends ruined it. Yeah, you're like eating the Cheetos and then your friends like laugh at the end and you don't get any money for for eating those fucking soggy Cheetos. Dude, I think me and my friends would win every single round. I mean, the shit that we put each other through all the time that makes us laugh super hard, well, we can totally go straight faced through that. I wish it was still a show because I, I would <gasps> love the best. Oh, I would love to see y'all on that. That was love it. Probably the best reality TV show I've ever seen. All right, let me give it the fifty cent tour. The story is about Pat who just got out of a eight month stay at a mental hospital. He had undiagnosed bipolar. And uh, he caught his wife in the shower with a dude and evidently beat the dude to within an inch of his life, maybe. He got home early from work, all like the bunch of clothes leading up to the shower, and their wedding song was mm-hmm. playing. And so that was like a huge trigger for him later. First of all, if you're going to go fuck somebody else's wife or girlfriend or whatever, don't just leave a trail of your clothes. Like, stack them nicely by a window where you can grab them quick and get the fuck out. Especially whenever it's fucking Bradley Cooper. Uh Uh-huh. Because Bradley Cooper is going to tear your head off. Yeah. And and don't get in the shower. You can't hear shit when you're in the shower. Like, you want to be able to hear if somebody's coming in. Yeah. And they all all three work at the same school. Mm -hmm. So he knows this guy, too. Yeah. So he already knows that Bradley is fucking crazy. Yeah. Now, this guy is just like, it's like... You know where the Zodiac Killer lives, and you go in, and you're like, kill me, kill me, kill me. That's what he was doing. Walk in a fucking bear's den and play with the cub, you know? You, so you're, you're, you don't do that. No, you're Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's a good-looking guy. 
Your 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 yeah, mom's yeah. kind of got a thing for he, Bradley Cooper. Not kind of, but <laughs> and, he, and he's a big man too. So so you have Bradley Cooper as a husband, and you're banging this dude who's like gross. old and gross. And he, he's always clammy. Yeah. You look at that guy, and he looked. He's probably clammy. Like you said, was that is that the stepdad from uh, Step Brothers or whatever? I thought it was because it kind of looked like him. So you got this young lady who is pushing Bradley Cooper to the side. To made no bang sense. this dude. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, if I was to come home and, and mom was banging Bradley Cooper, I'd be like, well, I mean, okay, I get it. You know, but, but if I was Ryan, to... Ryan Reynolds versus Bradley Cooper? <laughs> but if I was to come that's home... That's hard. That's a tough choice. Well, I know, it is. Six one way, half dozen the other. But <laughs> if if I were to come home and she's banging that dude... I... Would you kill both of them? <laughs> one is stupid and the other one's just like, oh. The crime of passion. He doesn't have that much time left. The crime of passion... It's such a tough thing, but I feel like you should have less of a sentence for that. Depending on what the exact crime scene looked like, there has to be a lot of stuff that goes into it. But if it ends up with you walking in the room and they're doing it and then something happens and you kill somebody, I think it should be less frowned upon compared to regular murder. Because, like... I truly believe that if you are put in a certain state and you have a a very like specific kind of mind, you can lose control. I, I, I truly believe you can lose all control. I don't disagree with the fact that that could happen. I disagree with you should get a lighter sentence. I See, I, I say that I'm not sure, though. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not 100% saying I believe in that, but it's, that's so, it's so right. fucked. So let's just say that... The dude who's in the house has no idea that she's married, right? And he's See, just there because he's like, "Oh, fuck yeah, let's uh, let's bang in the shower." And he has no idea. And next thing you know, somebody comes home. You and, can never and prove he has being... no idea, though. Exactly. So that's where that would there or, would be a lot of mix-ups there. In this case, he knew because this guy worked with both of them. Yeah, and so. Did he deserve to get his ass kicked? 100%. You deserve hell for that. And it, and at the end, they, they kind of showed like a flashback, and he had like the fucking, it's not called a rope, but the the thing that oh, leads- Oh, shower his, head. Like the- Like the line that leads up to the shower head. He had it around the dude's neck. And then the last thing they showed is he's just about to stomp on him. And and I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. And it was but, the bottom of the boot but, to the face. It was one of those. Like he was like looking up. Yeah. Boom. He had to do a plea deal and go away to a mental hospital for eight months in order to stay out of jail. His wife got a restraining order. It got bad. Yeah. Uh, let me finish the 50 Cent Tour. So he gets out of a mental hospital with the one goal of getting his wife back, which, mm -hmm. first of all, fuck that. I come home I and know. I catch your mother banging some dude in the shower. I'm not going to spend any time wanting to get her back. And I'm going to make the divorce dirty. <laughs> I'm taking everything I can. Like, oh, your grandmother's wedding ring? Sorry, I'm taking that shit. I'm taking everything. Take her dog. I <laughs> like, take it and then put it in the pound. It's so fucked up. <laughs> I can't really get into the personal dynamics of people to people to people to people. You know, I don't really know what all goes into the decisions that are being made and Me the decision in their story. We just get to see the side that they show us. And yeah. And and obviously he had problems because he had undiagnosed bipolar and he was pretty manic in mm -hmm. a lot of situations. And, I mean, you just saw him when he couldn't find the wedding video. He was just freaking out. And there's no telling what that looked like in their relationship. 
So his goal in life is to get her back and he's not taking his meds. So he has kind of these delusions of how they're going to get back together. And all he needs to do is read all the books on her syllabus because she's a teacher and lose weight and go to therapy and do all these things. And they're going to be madly in love. They're still madly in love, whatever. And then he meets Tiffany, who is played by Jennifer Lawrence. She's quite a character. She's Her husband has just passed away. She's got some mental issues too, but they're oil and water, but at the same time, they're peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it's a fun, crazy dynamic that they have, and you just know they're perfect for each other. Yeah. He's so funny because he has no filter. Um, <laughs> and the, his friend, like, they were both invited to a dinner. It was and, a setup, I think. Yeah, and it's his friend and uh, his friend's wife's sister, so Tiffany is the, the sister, and... He's like, yeah, her husband died. He was a cop. Uh, just like, don't bring it up. Like, it's real bad. And, and he's like, how'd your husband die? Yeah. Like, he, just, he can't not. No, his character, he portrays it so well, um, the mental illness. And like I said, he, he wants nothing more than to get back with, with Nikki. But there's a restraining order, so he can't see her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, I can get a letter to her. And he's like, what? What? And but she's like, uh, all you got to do is you got to help me out and you got to train with me for this dance competition coming up. Meanwhile, his dad, Robert De Niro, fan fucking tastic. Always. He is a, a bookmaker. So he's people go to him for, for bets, like football games. He, he was like the guy that you would call, hey, I want, I want um, give me 10 points on this. And uh, for Philly beating the Giants and stuff like that. So, I would never bet on that shit. Well, That's shit. last resort. Tons of people bet on football. Tons of people bet on sports, right? Why? Tons. Because they, it's literally 50-50. Not really. It can always go either way. Well, that's the great thing about it. Is, no, is, it's not. Well, it, <laughs> if sometimes, I'm betting on something, I want it to be like 90%. Well, <laughs> I want to but you super sure I'm going to win. But you're not going to win much money on that. Because like if everybody's like, say yeah, say exactly. the undefeated... Um, the oh, way to win is for other people to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So in order to win a bet and win big, the odds Sports cannot rate. necessarily be in your favor, kind of like they weren't with Katniss, right? Hmm. Bring it back around. No, they were definitely in her favor. But they, she, she won the whole thing. Well, I know, but you would not have <laughs> betted on her because they had all those other people in there. Yeah, because Cato was crazy. Yeah, who should have been not much, much better. Damn dog. Right? We should have all betted on PETA finding some amazing art <sighs> set out, <laughs> out in the. Because he used to decorate cakes. Yeah, so... Come on. He painted his entire body to blend in with rocks. Without even a mirror or anything. He just would he pick up some fucking charcoal and... Where did he even get the shit? What did he do? Like, sit there, lay there with his eyes closed, bleeding out like, please don't step on my face. Please don't see Uh, me and stab a hole in my fucking heart. I enjoyed the first two Hunger Games books. Really, really enjoyed reading those. The first Hunger Games was great. The second one, eh. The third one I turned off. The fourth one I never even tried. I just I just couldn't. I was in fifth grade. I finished all three books before the movie, first movie even came out. And when I used to actually read. They're great books. But, great story. I, I liked the, the the Finn character. Um, he like had a trident and he was friends with the old he's like won a sugar cube. He he was weird and he was cool. And he kicked ass. I remember he was my favorite character in the whole book series. And then, like, that movie sucked. The second one? Yeah. yeah. The first movie was great. It was great, And, and yeah. the second one sucked dick. And I was just sad because 
I have such a good imagination. So when I read books, I'm watching them at the same time. And I mean, everybody who reads books visualizes everything. Like you, you can just see the characters' faces. And then you see them in the movies and there's someone who looks completely different. That was that same character. He was just so dumb. And sometimes that'll take you out of a movie. Completely. Right? It's like, that is not what that guy looked like. It's not even how they described him in the book, right? Right? Sometimes yeah. that sometimes that happens. All the people in Harry Potter are good, though. Yeah. I, well, I, but I didn't read the... I read like three and a half of the books. Like, I'd already seen the first Harry Potter, maybe even the second before I ever picked up the Harry Potter books, so I already knew what they true. looked like. I can't imagine Harry Potter, Ron, or Hermione looking any different. No. no. Or <laughs> young Neville Longbottom. <laughs> That was crazy. What a transformation. He, oh, he's right. He's a hunk now. Yeah. Hunk and a half. He's like Josh Peck, man. Just <laughs> turned into fucking handsome man. Like Drake Bell. Drake Bell makes bad decisions. He does make bad decisions. All right. So to get back to it, uh, Robert De Niro is a bookmaker and he lost his job. He lost his pension. So he's planning on making money with the betting. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a little OCD, got some mental problems of his own. He thinks that his son, Bradley Cooper, is his good luck charm, and he always wants him to watch the games with him and, and stuff like that. And wear the jerseys and yep. hold the, this handkerchief. <laughs> and the remotes have to be just so. Yeah. Toward the end, he loses a big, big bet. Like, he put all of his money on this bet for a New York's Giants game. Um, he sent Bradley Cooper to it because he was going to be his good luck charm. Bradley Cooper got in a fight, got kicked out of the game. Giants lost. He loses all his money. De Niro can't go into the stadium, just so y'all know. <laughs> he got kicked out. He, he's banned mm -hmm. because he beat up too many people at the stadium. You know what? The the old Philadelphia stadium, it used to be called the Link, they had a courtroom and uh, jail cells uh, down in the basement because so many people got in fights there that there was a judge. that like They had to go before the judge. Philly's crazy. Philly is crazy. The fucking Northeast is just crazy. We For come sure. from here, we go there, and we just see rats in the streets. We're, we're eating New York-style pizza that's dripping oil all over our favorite shirts, and then a rat comes and takes it. You seen that video? Yeah. The rat dragging the pizza down the stairs? I'm sure that's not everywhere, but I'm sure in some places it's real fucking bad. That was the thing. There used to be a horrible, horrible rat problem in New York. I don't know if it's, it's, still, so a, if it's still a thing anymore or not, but yeah. <laughs> It's pretty well. Think about it. all like think the subways the underground where they can live. Subways and, are cool. They're what the, no, no. I like the subway. Well, I like well, the subway we went to. It was in Washington D.C. Yeah, so, I felt safe on that. Well, yeah, there wasn't fucking like people asking for crack money. Yeah, and, the warriors weren't on and there, like right? people pulling knives on you and shit. That's what all the gangsters rode in the warriors, man. That's true. No, thank you. But this, I, it was so different. I I'd been on a train once in my life. And I had been on the subway there. And I had been on the train after I went on the subway there. So that was my first experience with anything like that. So it was really cool. And you always hear about subways. You see them in the movies. And we just don't have them around here. Public transportation, like, like trains and stuff, is a fantastic thing that more places should have. It is. And it doesn't make sense that they don't. If there was a fucking train system or a subway or whatever. I would whatever, take the train to work all the time. Fuck yeah. Fuck Dude, yeah. fuck and, yeah. And there is one. I'd save, but it's uh, not close, but it'll take you that. to the big city. Uh, I say the big city, like I'm real far away from a city, but it'll it'll take you into the city. I went to 
uh, a conference. And but, but the thing is, I had to drive fucking twenty minutes to get onto the train to, to go to the conference. But I still didn't have to sit in all that all that traffic. You didn't have to drive, and I loved it. I just listened to podcasts and just chilled and did Man, whatever I wanted to do. Train rides are nice. Trains uh, they're are fucking smooth. awesome. People normally mind their own damn business. Oh, I, you y'all rode a train to a concert. Yeah, that's the the one train ride I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. That there was a lady on there who did not mind her business. Uh, she talked to us. She told us about her dog and how her dog loves turtle time, mm. and then showed us a video of her dog humping a stuffed turtle. Really, and was like, "This is turtle time," and we were like, ah, "Yeah," and I just stopped looking at her and started like talking when she was talking to. <laughs> Because there are four of us, and we, yeah. none of us wanted to talk to creepy lady. That's weird. Kind of like, <laughs> it, it, it felt like harassment, but it really wasn't. It's was just really fucking weird. That's a little harassing. A little harassing. Well, it, it wasn't continued and crazy. It was just... Very uncomfortable. Really socially awkward woman who has no idea what she's doing. All right, back to the movie. So De Niro has lost all his money. And then uh, he's pissed off at Bradley Cooper for getting in the fight, thinks he fucked it up. And then Jennifer Lawrence comes in and just fucking owns him. Because he also, he missed out on the dancing time. Yes. To go to that game. Yep. And he was going to call her, but he can't have a phone because he'll contact the lady, pass the restraining order or something. And he meant to call her, but then people started beating up his brother, these racist people. And so he beat some fucking ass. He like quadruple punched a guy in the face <laughs> like as he was going down kept punching him in the face until he went down mm -hmm. that was great yeah so yeah jennifer lawrence comes over and is like why the fuck didn't you show up and he's like who the fuck are you and she's like i'm the guy that he made a commitment to to come over and dance and he, he was like this is all your fault this is all your fault you're bringing you're bad luck when he's when my son's hanging out with you the, the, everything goes wrong and she's like Actually, and she like has all the stats memorized. Mm -hmm. I was hanging out with him when the Eagles won this game and this game and this game and the baseball team won this game and this game. Uh, what what is Philly's baseball team? The Phillies. Really? Philadelphia Phillies? Mm -hmm. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so Robert De Niro's like, okay. I kind of like this girl now. Yeah, he right? hated her. He's calling her crazy and everything the whole movie without having met her. And yeah. then he's like yeah, I got to say I do. Whatever. Like, oh, you like her. So the guy who won all the money from him is there. And he's like, give me a chance to win all my money back. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a chance. He's like, okay, I'm going to take the Eagles against the Cowboys. And the guy's like, okay, that's not enough. We're going to do a parlay. If the Eagles beat the Cowboys and if uh, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence mm -hmm. score at least a five at a professional yeah, it was pretty <laughs> dance competition – then uh, then you win. It's double or nothing, so he'll win double. Yeah. And so of course, that's the big climax there. Let me see what the internet has to say before we tell you if they win or not. Oh, yeah. Which that had been pretty fucked up if I would to show you this movie and then it'd come up short and they'd dab would have lost the yeah, house. I would have given it a five. He'd have gone back to the... You're still giving it a five? <laughs> All right. After losing his job and wife and spending time in a mental institution, Pat Solitano, Bradley Cooper winds up living with his parents, Robert De Niro and Jackie Weaver. He wants to rebuild his life and reunite with his wife, but his parents would be happy if he just shared their obsession with the Philadelphia Eagles. Things get complicated when Pat meets Tiffany, played by Jennifer Lawrence, who offers to help him reconnect with his wife if he will do something very important for her in exchange. His mom was not obsessed with the Eagles. His mom was there for the ride. His mom was just a caring, wonderful 
person. But anyone like that is always a pushover. I think anyone who is specifically like this mom, not caring and wonderful, doesn't mean you're a pushover. She can't get anything done. That's not true. She went and got him from the from the hospital. That's it. And she like made those good looking foods, <laughs> but. Like, otherwise, like that was just, th- there was like she's in between two tornadoes. Nothing could happen. It's the old school family dynamics of the dude runs the roost, and and yeah. that's that's kind of how 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 it was there. And and like her her way of showing that she didn't like something was like, honey, no, yeah, is one of those things. But th- that doesn't get anything done. But you also you saw Robert De Niro had some mental problems as well. Oh yeah, and so I'm sure she learned when she could do things and when she couldn't. And, and she, she tried probably, not to rock the boat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And don't you talk bad about her again, man? She was fantastic. I loved her. Fuck off. I'm just. You've already you're, said you're she's a troll. Truth. You're like she's a troll who can't get anything done. <laughs> she looks like a troll she doll. Does not. And she didn't get very much done throughout the the movie. I think I, she's the glue two, that two held two that. Things. She's the glue who held that fucking family together. Is she? Absolutely. Every time she said anything, they, nothing came now, of it. Things blew up there. I guarantee she's the peacemaker of that family. Don't do the bet. Don't do the bet. Like times six. Yeah. And he did the bet. He's not listening. Get it? No, that's my son. No. They still fought. Like what what did what did she do? She she took him what out of a mental What could she in, do? She took him out of an institution when he wasn't ready. <laughs> like that was He was only thing. supposed to be in there like 8 months and then he was supposed to get reevaluated, but then he he needed a reevaluation. All right, so you tell me what she could have done. Nothing. Exactly. So quit giving her shit about she didn't do anything. She couldn't have fucking done anything well, except love her family. Well, you were okay, you just swapped points to make me look bad. Because I was like, she didn't do anything. And you're like, yes, of course she did. She definitely did. She did. And then I was like, no, she didn't. And you're like, well, yeah, she couldn't have. And she didn't do anything. She couldn't have. And you just, you're she, contradicting. You're all over the place, old man. There was no stopping Bradley Cooper when he was in his way. And yeah. there was no stopping Robert De Niro when he was in his way. She just had to be there, try her best to guide them in the right direction, and if not, be there for the fallout yeah, and know. help mend the family back together with her love and her wonderful-looking treats. You're telling me things I already know. Okay. I was calling you out for saying she did stuff and then saying that she didn't do anything. I didn't say she is, didn't do anything. I said she complete. could not have done anything with those two. Then how did she? She did what she could. <laughs> I'm just being difficult. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> So Bradley Cooper, he starts dancing with Jennifer Lawrence. And you can you can tell, even though all he talks about is his wife, you can tell that he's starting to dig her. Yeah. Knowing that they were, had this dance contest coming up and knowing what was riding on it. What were you what were you thinking? So every every part with the betting, like anything that had to do with the money flow of the betting, I knew was gonna end up in their favor. It's obvious. I had zero doubt. I I was like, oh shit. How are they going to pull a five out of their ass because they're giving these like actual professional dancers who look, they look stupid and they're like super try hardy wearing their dumb clothes. They were fantastic dancers. And yeah, but like, they, I'm not into that shit. They either, just look but. like chodes is. And so they were giving those people like 6.8 and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so how are these two like <laughs> nitwitty kind of people? Like they're real people, not fucking Barbie dolls. Like, how are they going to get at least an average of five? I knew they would. And then I, I was 98% sure that he was going to stay with uh, Jennifer Lawrence because I ain't fuck Nikki. 
<laughs> I love the dynamics between Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. In it was this. great. She was exactly what he needed, and he was exactly what she needed to kind of help mend each other. She was so spontaneous. I feel like I would like that, but at the same time, it's like scary. Well, what do you mean, spontaneous? She would just do things, you know? Like, if she wanted to do it, she was just like... Like, at the dinner, she's like, I'm tired, I'm leaving. And then she would just sprint out of nowhere. He would always go for a jog, and he'd run by her house, and he wouldn't see her, and then she would jump scare him. Like, just doing random shit out of nowhere. Just kind of unpredictable. She was spontaneous, for sure. I wish I could live my life saying, I'm tired, I'm leaving at any time when I'm somewhere. (laughs) That would just be wonderful. If that was acceptable at work and stuff. I just get there, I'm sitting down, they haven't even served the appetizer. I'm tired, I'm leaving, and just be okay with that and Mm -hmm. get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. So the deal was, Bradley Cooper had to dance with Jennifer Lawrence. I'm just going to say their names because it's like Tiffany and Pat, but yeah, it's it's way easier. We've we've done this many, many times. She was going to give a letter to Nikki from Bradley if he helped her to to dance and did yeah. the dance contest. And so he wrote a letter, and she supposedly gave it to her, her, and then she supposedly wrote a letter back, but it was actually written by Jennifer Lawrence. And later on, you, you were like, what did he just realize then? And what he realized is several times Jennifer Lawrence said, if I'm reading the signs right or whatever, and that was written oh, in the letter, and so yeah. he put two and two together and was like, wait a minute. She's, she wrote that fucking letter. And it came out that he loved her since the second he saw her, he knew it. So in the end, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. And, and let me just talk about that real quick. Filthy Delphia, fuck it, y'all. It was 44-6. to six. Um, <laughs> What? Was this a real game? No, it was a real game. Um, <laughs> That's embarrassing. So Marion Barber must have still been playing. So let me just say that, that uh, look... You know, hate hate on me all you want to, but it's 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 my life. I grew up as a Dallas Cowboy fan. Okay, why do I've, people I've, hate I've, on you I've, for it? Because people because the Cowboys suck. No, because <laughs> look, if you're not a Cowboy fan, you fucking hate them. You really? oh fuck yeah, the Cowboys are the most loved NFL team in the world, and they're the most hated NFL team in the world. Really? Yes, yes. So I, I always assumed like New York was more hated. No, Always. they're they're hated by cowboy fans and, and by <laughs> like, Eagles fans and Redskin fans, but not look not not like the Cowboys are. Like the Cowboys are called America's team, and that why pe- they were the team that everybody got behind. I don't fucking know why they used to be great. Okay, I was there for a lot of their Super Bowls. They should have won four in a row. What do you they, mean they're alive, <laughs> breathing? A fan, yeah. Watching, <laughs> look, man, the fucking Cowboys. If they won. My day was made. If they lost, my day was ruined. That's like, I. I grew up. Dad I no I kill you. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Jack. I'm trying to talk about it. I get passionate about them. Look, I know you do. I, I don't anymore. Okay, but growing up a cowboy fan, that's what we did on Sunday. We watched the Cowboys. It's, it's what we did when your mother and I first started dating. I think we went out on a Friday. We hung out on Saturday. Sunday, she came over and we watched the Cowboys together. That's that's what my family did. But I remember the game, 44-6 to six against the Cowboys, and I remember thinking, if they let that fucking head coach back on that plane, fuck these motherfuckers, right? They should have fucking not, they should have made him fucking walk home. Oh, Jason Garrett? No, I think it was... I uh, you hated that guy. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hated Jason Garrett. He was, he was a shitty offensive coordinator, and then they made him the head coach. What the fuck are you doing? Like, Jerry Jones is a fucking idiot. Well, he's like 98. He's fucking, no, he's been a fucking idiot for a long time. <laughs> But I, I'm just saying I remember that game, and it fucking hurt, and it pissed me off because the Cowboys were actually favored in that game. 
So wow. yeah, so that kind of hurt. I had no problem at all watching this movie with the Philadelphia. Like I don't love the Cowboys like I used to love the Cowboys. And I'll tell you why real quick. I was watching a game. It was on Sunday night, and the Cowboys were playing the Redskins. And it was uh, it was it was late, so I was already in bed, and I had to get up the next morning, go to work. And the Cowboys win the game on the very last play. Clock runs out. Cowboys win. I'm fucking celebrating quietly, trying not to wake up your mother. What? There's a flag. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was a flag. It was holding. And so since it was a flag on the offense and there wasn't any more time left, the game was over. I was fucking pissed. And I'm watching, and the Cowboys have their helmets off, and they're hugging the Redskins, and they're talking, and they're smiling afterwards. And I was like, you know what? I care more than these motherfuckers care. Because they're getting paid fucking $30 billion, trillion. I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm hurt. And they're out there fucking laughing and joking around. Fuck these guys. And so from then on, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking invest so much of my heart in this fucking team anymore. Well, it was also because your anger was just, you always got so pissed and you just didn't like it. I just really no used one likes to get being into it. pissed anyway. I know. And Whether I'm like, the players care more than you or less than you. No one likes getting so mad. You want a good life lesson? Sure. If there's things that piss you off, <laughs> stay away from them. Or do it in moderation or... Learn a mantra. Figure something out mm-hmm. to where you can enjoy it without getting to that point. Yeah. Because I've done stuff like that, too. Like, there were games I would play with my friends, and I would be so pissed off, and I wouldn't take breaks. I'd be pissed, and I'd go into the next one, and I'd be a dick to my friends. And uh, I learned to just take breaks. And if you're still not having fun, just don't play that shit. <laughs> like, just play something else. Do something else with your time. It took me fucking... What, 19 years to figure <laughs> yep. that one out? Even though I used to tell you all the time, yeah. dude, take a break. I couldn't that rationalize it. I, I couldn't I, figure it out. I had to like, fucking take a video game away from you like, one time. I want to keep playing. Yeah. Yeah, these yeah. took away Smash Bros. I know, man. Uh, that was in the most broken part of my life, so I, I, have a, I can catch a little break for that one. That was messy. <laughs> that was really, really messy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so I watch the Cowboys now, and, and I can do it without them ruining my day if they lose because halfway you kind of expect them to anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're still my team. I've never really given up on them. I've known that they've been horseshit for a long time. And I fucking hate the fact that Jerry Jones is still the general manager because he's, he's a fucking idiot, but that's a whole other podcast and, well, and we're not a sports yeah. podcast. And, and I think <laughs> most cowboy fans feel the same way that I feel about Jerry Jones. All right, we're not here to talk about the Cowboys. Most of the people listening to this right now hate the Cowboys, I guarantee it. So yeah, probably. Let, let's move on from that. Well, so we the, just shat on them, so, so they probably the, enjoyed what we just did. So the Cowboys got their ass kicked, and then it was time for the dance-off. And like Jack said, you have all these like professional like dancers that are getting these pretty shitty scores, like 6.8, 6.9, yeah. stuff like that. And all they got to do is get a 5, and, and they're not professional. They've just been training in uh, Jennifer Lawrence's garage. Yeah. Um, so they get out there. They do their thing. It was great. Dude, you were so invested in this. Yeah, like, you you sat forward in your I was, chair. I and... was, because I'm super invested in the movie, but uh-huh. in the back of my mind, I don't know. Like, I, I never had a doubt that they weren't going to get all the money for De Niro. Um, the De Niro for De Niro. But, it, but it, it's still stressful, mm-hmm. nevertheless, because... You never truly know until you know. Yeah. And with movies, it's not always safe to assume. I mean, in in this case, I feel like it really was. 
but at the same time, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a doubter. I'm always skeptical and I'm a doubter for things. So I, I, I did know, but I didn't know. And so I was just nervous and they didn't land the big move. And I was like, uh Oh, and they started off super di- traditional and then it went into the fucking white stripe song and they were just going crazy. And then it went back into like a jazzy style and so I was like, oh, I feel like these like classy looking judges won't like that. But somebody did enough to, <laughs> yeah, because it was a 4.9, two 4.8s, I think, and a 5.4. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, come on, give them a 5.4. And I was like, I think that's the right math. And then the last score was a 5.4. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you were, man. And you, almost, the right math. you almost stood up and applauded during that. I did not. Yeah, so they <laughs> won. when the uh, the plane lands. Everybody's excited. <laughs> Everybody's excited. And then um, Bradley Cooper sees his ex-wife and just leaves the embrace of Jennifer Lawrence and makes a beeline. A passionate embrace. They yeah. Was, they were so happy. Me, makes a beeline to his ex-wife and is over there hanging out, and Jennifer Lawrence is like, fuck this, and leaves. And he's like all whispering in Nikki's ear. I mm-hmm. want to know what he said. Yeah. And you, she was smiling. Mm-hmm. I don't, I want to know though. I, I got to know. And then he ran after Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait. And she's like, what? And she's all pissed. And uh, he's like, if you read this letter, like you never have to talk to me again. And she's like, fine. And she reads it and she starts reading it out loud a little bit and is like, he he wrote to her that he knows that she wrote the letter and then she stopped reading it out loud she was in shock and he finished it reading out loud which mm-hmm. that was great mm-hmm. and he's like i love you and she stands there and she goes okay and then and then they start <laughs> kissing passionately in the street before he chased her down though great pep talk Dude, from, from robert de niro best pep talk in a movie i've ever fucking uh-huh. seen <laughs> yeah that was crazy he he made it clear what the decision was, and he's like, "Don't fuck this up." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that girl loves you. I don't know if Nikki ever loved you, but she didn't love you like this girl loves you, and this is a good thing. And you can't let a good thing go. Don't you fuck this up. And, and then he's like, just gave a fat hug, and then uh-huh. he ran to go get his yep. girl. Yeah. And I, I right after that, I was like, I'm gonna learn how to dance, and we're gonna have that moment. Yeah, it was it was a great pep talk, and and then at the end, they just show them all hanging out over it. You know the the family house mm-hmm. getting ready for a, a football game to come on. So yeah, it was it was a, a fantastic ending. All right, um, let's get into favorite parts. Um, I don't know. I loved every part where Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper were together. That was great. Um, I loved the pep talk. The pep talk is probably my favorite part <laughs> of the whole movie. That was just great. It's fantastic. It was funny hearing the the names of some of the medications <laughs> for undisclosed reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty funny to me. Um, yeah, that's probably all I got. I have several favorite parts. I love when Jennifer Lawrence's character comes over to their house and De Niro is just fucking pissed and, mm-hmm. and she just owns him. L- like you said, when he was with me, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 33 to 7. All the numbers, yeah, all perfect. She had it all. She had it all. It was it was so great. I just love that she came in there and owned them. I I love the pep talk. The dance was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It it was just it was so great. Like you said, just all the times that Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence's characters were interacting was just I don't know, magical sounds kind of stupid, but it was just 
I mean, so, it sounds stupid, but it's not. Gripping, compelling, awesome, fun to watch. It was amazing. They were they were a great duo. Mm-hmm. A great duo. Yeah. All right. Uh, bucket of chicken? Um, I think it's Bradley Cooper for acting. It was pretty good. And De Niro is great, too. De Niro. He's always great. He's always great. Jennifer Lawrence was great. The mother was phenomenal. She was the perfect mother. I mean, just she was whether it's... much like a mother goose. Whether it's just the looks of, like, adoration or the proud or the heartbroken or... No. <laughs> she just had the perfect look and the perfect mannerisms. Whenever they were dancing and she was yeah. in the crowd and she had like the awestruck oh, like yes. smile cry yes. going, that was, was amazing. And De Niro is De Niro is watching what's going on and just like one of my favorite scenes in a movie is during Goodfellas when De Niro's just sitting at a bar, there's no dialogue and he's looking at the guy that he's planning on killing and he's trying mm. to decide if he wants to kill him or not and it's probably I don't know, 45 seconds to a minute long, and it's just him smoking a cigarette and looking. I don't even remember that. Just watching De Niro in this and just watching him looking. Like when when Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence were hugging afterwards and then Bradley Cooper ran over to his his wife, just watching De Niro look there like, and oh, then shit. look back at Jennifer Lawrence and just, just kind of watching him look around. I just noticed that more and more the more I watch this movie. And it, he's just great at fucking anything that he does. His facial expressions are next level. Yes. And I want to give it to all of them, right? You can't. So what I'm going to give it to is... And you can't pull the no, side I'm not. Of gravy bullshit because you said it. I never have. when I did it. I never have because it is bullshit. <laughs> I'm giving my bucket of chicken to whoever casted this and signed off on it. Because okay. the casting of this movie was 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. 100%. It really was. So whoever's responsible for getting this cast of characters together, bucket of chicken all day long. That's a smart one. Yeah. All right. Uh, score time. <laughs> 100. <laughs> Three great. 100s in a row. Yeah. And I was just thinking, if, if someone were to theoretically or hypothetically, whatever, ask me if I had to choose between like Ugly Truth and this one, Man, I'd fucking send Michael Myers to the Ugly Truth universe just to have this one. Like, this is so much better. Yeah. Mental illness makes everything better. Does it? Is that what they say? Yeah, I think it is what they say. I think it makes things more interesting for sure. You think it's what my employers would say? Um, <laughs> or my coworkers? They'd say it makes things more interesting. Yeah, probably. I don't know about better. In this case, it works better because people with mental illness are not fucking perfect squares they never try to be oh it depends on the mental illness i guess Mm -hmm. these two people they're very real they're not going to be faker bullshitter assholes i mean they'll be assholes yeah but you know what i mean they're not they're not fake they're always just going to be a real person authentic yes that makes it better yeah and their acting was really good for it yeah and i don't know what jennifer lawrence had but uh she definitely had depression oh yeah anxiety um, Bradley Cooper did very convincing bipolar disorder, I would say. Yeah, 100%. He was fantastic. He nailed it. So Bradley Cooper right now is 46 years old. How old do you think Jennifer Lawrence is? Um, Pretty sure there's a big age difference between the two. I bet she is 36. I hope I'm not right, because then you're going to be like, how, what how, the fuck? How old did I say Bradley Cooper was? You said he is 46. Jennifer Lawrence is 30. She's 30? There's a 16-year age difference between those two. Really? But he doesn't look like it, though. No. 
He looks like he could be like 36 as well. Well, she looks like she could be older. She could play older. I, so I don't wait, know. if she's 30 now? Yeah. This movie was from 2012. Yeah. So we'll just fuck having, having 2021. Just say eight years, whatever. So eight years, yeah. So she's 20, she was 21 or 22 in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Maybe even younger because sometimes yeah, movies when it was, come out like a year later. Yeah. Damn. So, and I thought they were a great couple, but 16 years, yeah. that's huge. It always feels, age gap stuff is so gross sometimes. Yeah, when it's like a 79-year-old dude and a 23-year-old but it's also if it's, big-boobed <laughs> Barbie doll, right? And you're like, come on, you love him? It, really? If it's not, uh, the looks make it, the looks always make it worse. Like Bradley Cooper looks so young. And so him with her, that was fine. I didn't realize. 16 years grosses me out. That's definitely too long, in my opinion. Big gap. For acting, it's one thing, though. They're just acting. But I don't know. Like, real age gaps, like, you were already fucking almost legal by the time they were born. Shame on you. I know. I know. Honestly, Yeah. It's like, uh, when I graduated high school, you were three. You know, that's... Ew, 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 ew. 100%. Fucking gross. I don't know. They sold the relationship. So it it definitely worked. Um, It's 100 for me. I can't tell you how many times. Always makes me feel good when you give one of those. Over the last, I don't know, two months, like I've been flipping by, and I don't care where it is in this show. It could be 45 minutes in. It could be during the dance. It could be wherever, and and I'm stopping and watching it. Your mother and I have watched this, at least parts of this movie, I'm going to say seven to eight times over the past two and a half months. It wasn't even originally on my list. I just saw that it was coming on. We watched the whole thing again. I was like, like I, I remember that I liked it, mm-hmm. but then I watched it again. I'm like, this is a fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> and I mean, things take a different meaning after life events. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> they do. So, yeah, this one. Uh, this one definitely added some for both you and mom after... 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people have read between the lines and put their Sherlock Holmes hats on and well, just try I to... Well, made it so much more obvious being like, oh, a couple medications in this movie were funny for me to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't take them. I just They just sounded funny. <laughs> yes, people read between the lines. Yeah. Obvious. We've done everything except say it. <laughs> yeah. Find out next time. <laughs> So would you say there are a lot of commonalities between you and any specific character in this movie? I mean, would you? Because I'm going to be honest, it's hard for me to remember everything. I never, I don't really know how bad I actually was. So that'd be a more, you'd get a much more accurate answer from you or mom. There are definitely some similarities. I don't think I got as bad as this movie. This movie was worse I got my problems taken care of before my brain was fully matured, or so far they've been taken care of. Not fully. I mean, you, it's never fully taken care of, but you're, at least for males, your brain isn't done developing till like 25 plus. Correct. And I was just freshly 18 at the time of my snap. Mm, yeah. I've had issues forever. Mm-hmm. But I never got this bad. I've... I believe I 100% would have gotten this bad and worse if things went longer, unmedicated, and untreated. Let's call your mom real quick. Okay. 
Are you going to ask her if it's an accurate representation of me? I mean, maybe. Think she's asleep? Maybe. It's 1230. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you asleep? No. <laughs> Why do people do that? Why do people like the phone rings like at three in the morning? And, oh, did I wake you up? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I was up. Uh, just, I've, I've been alert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not asleep. I'm literally like the, letting the dogs out. Why did you take so long to answer the phone? Yeah. Because it was in my pocket on silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't in your bra? No. no <laughs> She's not wearing wasn't. one. She's been carrying a phone around in her bra. Oh gosh. I mean, really? when you're wearing yes. leggings what? that don't have a pocket. You're one of those people, Mom. Carrying... I yeah, didn't know this. Yeah. Well, you're, you're gross. You're I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed oh, of having you as a mom. All right. So, cu- <laughs> okay. So, a couple things. I nailed it in the drive-thru today. Did you? No issues whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just fucking rocked it. No, not a problem. Not a problem whatsoever. I, 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 okay. I All right. And uh, we watched uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any ideas if Jack liked it or not? I would say, yeah. Yeah, he liked it. Yeah. What, what do you it's think? It's a great story. What do you think he might have scored it? He's an ending guy. He's a what? An ending guy? He's an, endi- he's an endings guy. Oh. Like if it's got no a shit. shitty, like if it's got a shitty ending... Like it's great, 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 eight, great and shitty. It doesn't have to be a bad score. It doesn't have to be but, shitty. It could just be something that he doesn't want or like. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, but that movie has a really—it's just a great story and a great ending. So it was up there. I—I I mean, maybe a hundred, <laughs> ninety-eight, hundred. I gave it a hundred. <laughs> It's good. It's a good movie. He would also like to know if Bradley Cooper gave a convincing performance as somebody with bipolar disorder. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think so. And are there any similarities <laughs> to anybody else that you might know? <laughs> Did you see any similarities, just in theory, of uh, of anybody that you're familiar with? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. How was uh how was married at first sight? <laughs> That's what you've been doing all evening, right? Binging that. Why you gotta be like that? How many how many seasons have you watched in the last three days? <laughs> I'm on my third. <laughs> not in the last three days. Not in the last three days. Four days. <laughs> Week. Yeah. Week. Well, that no, really doesn't make it much we- better. No, no, no. We've been living upstairs for like two weeks. So yeah, yeah. two in in two weeks. I'm on my third season. Um, <laughs> would you like to see Jack on Married at First Sight? <laughs> I feel like I would do well. Really? I'm, I think I, you I, would too. I, I feel like I would be a keeper for sure, I and mean, I wouldn't be like one of those totally assholes. Unless He's hilarious. I, unless I was just one of the people that they just abused. You know, they like. Like, all right, let's match this person with this person. And like, sometimes they, they, they opposites, complete opposites. And we know they'll hate each other, but we need it for the show. They fuck shit up on purpose, for sure. Oh, well, yeah, oh, it's a totally fucking do. reality totally TV do. show. For, for at least yeah, one totally couple. Do. And they pretend they don't, but it makes better TV when you have a train wreck. Yeah. If Jack got matched with a nice girl, 
that that was cute that he you know found attractive he'd be great super funny everybody already knows that he's hilarious i'd have he's to tone also, it down a lot you'd have to tone it down <laughs> for at least the first few weeks well, also super until, cute <laughs> i was about to say until i tie the knot but it's married at first sight That's, yeah i'd have to he's, hold out for a lot longer than a couple weeks <laughs> We'd but have you're to have also a... as funny, and people probably don't know that about you. But you, as funny as you are, and as crude as your humor is, and how vengeful you are <laughs> when you talk about movies, you really have a kind heart. Yeah, and I and can it, I can change you really my humor. Are a little soft hearted. You really are. Yeah, I can change my humor to appeal to different groups. Now that my filter is a lot more in check than it used to be, I, I can make jokes that would make uh, like my little cousin laugh and people at the yeah. family gathering and the Your people grandma. who I would feel nervous it's... about saying crap around or butt. I could say stuff that they would find funny. It, yeah. it all works out. So how do you You're... sign him up? <laughs> if y'all signed I... me up for that, I would be so mad. I think he's a little young. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there. if you're still living at home at 25, we're, we might sign you up. He needs yeah. to find him a, a Jennifer Lawrence and do some dancing together. That would He work. can teach her the old guapo. That would work. And I me. will totally be the mom watching crying. Wasn't wasn't the mom great in this? <laughs> yeah, wasn't, she was great. Wasn't she phenomenal? She was really, really good. Did she? I, uh, I, I identified with her. <laughs> in what way? <laughs> she was the one stuck in the middle of crazy. She was the one tied to the rocket yeah. going to space. And we're both inside like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my life on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Jack called her a troll. I did troll. not. Yeah. I said, she reminded me of a troll doll with orange hair a little bit. I scolded him. I mean, her hair Her hair was little. It was big, and it was bright orange. It was perfect for yeah. her character. And I feel it, rude. It, it but was. It was like perfect. Yeah. She was she, phenomenal. I loved her, though. She was good. Mm -hmm. The whole cast was good. There, there, It was perfect movie. Yeah. No weaklings. Mm -hmm. I also gave it 100. Mm -hmm. In my own head. Okay. All three of us did. And you never score movies. No, I don't score movies because I, my brain doesn't work like that. Okay. Unless it's perfect. Um, all right. Favorite part? <laughs> my favorite part yeah, of the movie? Yeah. I would say where they like really fucked up the big move because I would imagine <laughs> that that elicited some sort of reaction from Jack. But oh, that wasn't my favorite part. He was on the edge of his seat many times in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He was very invested. I was very invested in this movie. I removed my glasses from my face for part of it because I, I didn't want to see what was happening. Yep. It was just for a like two seconds, and I was like, fuck, I got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Put it All back right. on. A uh, bucket of chicken? Well, I didn't tell you my favorite part. Yeah, you did when what? they fucked up the dance move. No, no let her that's not really You got about 30 seconds part. before I hang up on you, so you better get no. through these. No. <laughs> you stop it. All right. Okay. Favorite part. You hung up on me once tonight. Favorite part, um, probably just like them practicing the dance you know they're just like he was finally getting into it you know he was finally like invested in it and i like that and the dance and the relationship yeah um bucket of chicken i mean golly um i give my bucket of chicken to sarah quill 
<laughs> wow. Thanks for calling no, me out. All right. I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll give my bucket of chicken to Jennifer Lawrence. Wow. She was awesome. Cool. Yeah, she was good. I I got a thing for Bradley Cooper. Well, I know. We know. But uh, <laughs> and he he did. That's a hard one though, because he played uh, you know a great guy with bipolar. So can they both get it? Mm. I gave mine to Bradley. Also, if that makes you feel also any better. The mom? <laughs> I gave it to who was ever responsible for the casting. You always think next level because surface area. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it could go to like Bradley Cooper or Jennifer Lawrence or De Niro, and you're like yeah. thinking of the people who like holding the boom mic and stuff. Like I don't <laughs> think of that. I because they all deserved it. Like I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't just give it to one. I had to give it to whoever was responsible for bringing this fucking perfect all star cast together. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it too. Mm-hmm. They were all great. All right. I can give it a 100, but the bucket of chicken. They got to split a thigh or something, you know. It's too close to call. Can I split a thigh with you here in a couple of hours? <laughs> no. Just, just she's pretending funny. like she's like. Just the in, just the inside of it. If it was a private phone call between y'all two, I don't know how this would be going right now. It'd be going real just good. Just the tip. Yep. <laughs> All wet and hot. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I'm immune. All right. Yeah, he's immune. <laughs> You have no idea the things I've told him about us. Shit. All right. N- never anything real, I don't think. <laughs> How do you know? I don't know. And I don't listen that much because I have to live with you two, so mm-hmm. I don't either. All right. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Got anything else? No. Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 117 of Movie Muggin'. You can keep up with us if you'd like to on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. If you'd like, send us an email, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. We need some questions for Ask Jack. The boy needs to be asked some questions. Anything. Okay? And my guess is now, after listening to this, you might have some <laughs> some questions of Jack. <laughs> Maybe. And I'll answer anything. I'm really, like, I don't, I'm not really hiding anything from y'all. I'm just not saying it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. So if you ask anything, I'll answer anything. He's, yeah, he's pretty much an open book. Pretty much. Pretty much. Not not necessarily one you want to read, but he's <laughs> probably a, not. But but he's an open book. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, until next time, um, have a moving mugging day and uh, excelsior. See ya. I have an angry horny monkey in my pants. <laughs>